1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rosudo. Let's get into the waiver wire rankings. Week 13. If you have trailer bursts in your waiver wire, You know, and his availability is kind of all over the place, depending on what platform you're on. Uh, He's readily available on Yahoo and ESPN, but not as available on Sleeper. Um, So I have him here at number one in case he is available in your league. You know, the targets were kind of split, you know, distributed a little bit for the Titans this week. Um, But Burke's talent, you know, is evident, like whenever he's getting thrown the ball. Uh, He caught only four balls this week, but they went for 70 yards. Um, He ended up falling on Derrick Henry... (laughs) would be touchdown. Yeah. So I would like disregard that as like a reason to like him more. Yeah. But you know, the last three games, you know, Brian Tannehill throwing the ball a little bit more. 36, 36 attempts, 27 attempts, 34 attempts, you know, so next week against Philly, I can see him throwing some as well. So I think Burks, you know, moving forward, you know, is going to be a, a wide receiver three play. Um and has a lot of upside. He's an upside wide receiver three for me going forward. So if something like that is on the waiver wire, I do want to pick him up absolutely
0: that was his first touchdown of his career technically you know he fell on it <laughs> i remember watching that play i couldn't believe it but you know was that the
1: is... first I, did he not score the oh yeah he didn't no. score the week before yeah he That's had right. no touchdowns.
0: so that was <laughs> so that funny. i thought was funny seeing that his first touchdown he falls on it from derrick henry but you know i digress this titan's offense looks much better you know now, now that ryan tannehill is doing a healthy amount of passing it's not high volume passing it's never going to be high volume passing with his offense but with Traylon burks he is far and away the best talent in the wide receiver room for the Titans. I mean, Robert Woods is there, but he's always just been, you know, a compliment. He's solid veteran, you know, quarterback friendly, but Traylon Burks looks really good. Um, even though he only got six targets, four catches. He took the one, it was, the one was a bomb. I think it was like a, another 50-yard bomb yeah. You know that he caught. So he's definitely a deep play threat. We haven't seen much of his ability after the catch, but we know he has it um, in matchups the, the next few weeks, you know, against Philly, that's going to be a good game. Could potentially be a shootout because, you know, that Eagles defense looked pretty bad against the Packers. And then they played uh, the Jaguars the week after that. And then the Chargers the following week. You know, it's a good schedule lining up for Traylon Burks moving forward. He should not be on your waiver wire. But if he is, you know, go get him. Like you said, he's an upside wide receiver three. and I think that upside is very high. I think it's solid wide receiver two upside that you're looking at. Yeah. Sitting on the waiver wire two weeks before playoffs, you can't let that sit there.
1: 100%. And I'm surprised, too. I'm surprised he's available. On Sleeper, he's available in, like, 30% of leagues. Yeah. 32% And of that leagues. makes sense. But yeah, Which is great. No, that that's good considering. But then on ESPN and Yahoo, he's available in less than fifty percent, uh, which isn't isn't good. Usually, you know, ESPN's numbers are a little lower. Uh, but I was surprised to see a number on Yahoo. So yep. he should be picked up for sure. Um, now, if I needed a running back, you know, I'd i try to pick up Zonovan Knight. You know, have him here at number two. He, he's a must pick up this week for me. Um, you know, I'm not blowing my fab on him. I am blowing my fab on trailing Burks. So like I'll put up to fifty percent of my fab on trailing Burks and then Zoneman night, you know, maybe 20 to 30%. I would say 30%. It's a solid number. If, if you really, really need a running back this week, you know, do your thing, do what you got to do to make the playoffs. You know, if you got to blow your fab, you know, whatever. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's definitely a risky move, but you know, the word for Michael Carter on his injuries that it's not a serious ankle injury. It's a low ankle sprain, not a high ankle sprain. That's good news for him. Uh, I I'd assume he's still miss like one week at least um, so, you know, James Robinson was a healthy scratch this past week and, you know, he can be involved this week and I would assume he'll be active, uh, if Michael Carter is out, but you know, Knight was the one who was not a healthy scratch. He was in the rotation with Carter to start the game. Uh, Knight was only a few snaps behind Carter before he got hurt. Um, and as I spoke about yesterday, Zonovan Knight is a forced miss tackle machine. Like he was one yeah. of the best in college football in that regard last season. And in the power five at that, he was he was there with Bijan Robinson and Damian Pierce in forced missed tackles last year. Uh, right. And just in this game on Sunday, he had nine forced missed tackles on 17 touches. <laughs> so, you know, he was one of my dynasty sleepers this offseason. And, you know, I was definitely disappointed in his draft capital. Well, you know, didn't really have any draft capital because he was undrafted. Uh, <laughs> but this is like all to say that, you know, Michael, If Michael Carter misses a game or two, I think Bam Knight can be a solid start for you this week. Now, Minnesota's rushing defense is tough this week, but it's possible that he gets some work in the pass game to alleviate that. He'll get some volume, I would say. And yeah. um, I think he's he's pretty capable in the pass game as well, like we talked about yesterday. So if you need a running back, he would probably be the guy that I pick up and play this week with Michael Carter, likely out.
0: Yeah, Zonvin Knight, you know, we've seen with Mike White, he had three targets and it's not like humongous numbers, you know, for a running back. But, you know, that's enough to keep him fantasy relevant, especially if he's going 14 for 69 on the ground. That's a nice mix of opportunity. You know, it's right in the middle. But we've seen what Zonvin Knight can do when a guy that can force tackles like Zonvin Knight does get 17 opportunities in the game. You know, he's going to do something with that. And he yeah. looked really good. So I think we can kind of, you know, put him into – he's definitely startable. I don't want to call his upside very high. Like you said, it's a tough matchup against Minnesota. But Minnesota lets up a lot of points. He could easily get in for a touchdown. And Mike White, like I said, he likes to throw it to running backs. Um, You know, even though it only translated into three targets for Simon Night, he did catch all three. Um, This is definitely a type of move. It's going to be short-term, assuming Michael Carter's injury doesn't get worse or anything. He doesn't suffer any setbacks. I think James Robinson's going to play next week. But – Definitely, I think, when you get, look at the eye test, I mean, James Robinson, he was good to begin the season on the Jaguars, but he hasn't really been phased in too much with the Jets, which is weird considering they traded for him, but that's besides the fact, Zavin Knight looked really good, and there's no reason that shouldn't be, you know, he sh- they shouldn't be making the field, at least, you know, and getting a good a good amount of touches on his offense.
1: Yeah, uh, 25% of Mike White's targets went to running backs uh, this past week. So, you know, if it's condensed to two running backs this week instead of three, You know, we could see a good amount of targets this week, especially if Minnesota, you know, if this this ends up being a game where the Jets have to throw the ball, you you never know. I'm excited for this game for the Jets, man. This is a big one. Right, like Minnesota has a really, really good offense. This is, this is going to test the Jets' defense for sure. You know, Justin Jefferson, right, on the outside against DJ Reed and Sauce Gardner, that's going to be fun to watch. Um, so I'm looking forward to see what the Jets can do against, I think, a legit Vikings team. Um, yeah. this is going to be a you know, kind of like a statement type of game if the Jets can pull off the win.
0: Yeah, look, look, I'm as a Cowboys fan, I hope you guys mop the floor again against them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You have the tools. <laughs> Sauce Gardner versus Justin Jefferson, that's gonna be like popcorn. I know pro football focused. You know, ever see the post? Love it. They're definitely gonna be throwing that out there as a matchup to watch. Sauce
1: Sauce probably won't be shadowing him, but like, you know, they have two good corners, you know, DJ Reed and Sauce, you know, on the outside, and wherever Justin Jefferson lines up, as long as it's on the outside, you know. I would assume, you know, if I was if I were them, I would I would scheme him up out of the slot a little bit more, a little bit extra this week against the jets for sure it's
0: it's gonna be a good matchup because now that mike white is playing you know you don't need fantastic quarterback play with this defense that the jets have and they that's what they're gonna get from mike white you know he was good and i he looked really good against the bears but that was against the bears we'll see how he plays but I, i think mike white is definitely uh higher offensive ceiling right now than zach wilson
1: he's 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 intriguing and i have him uh, you know on these rankings at number nine as a as a quarterback pickup so if you're looking for a streaming quarterback this week against the vikings you know swiss cheese pass defense yeah like i think he's a solid stream like i'd pick him up and start him um and then you know you never know like maybe he ends up being a a decent quarterback and you and he has a couple good matchups you know coming up and we'll, we'll talk about that uh just here in a second but first donovan people's jones i have him at number three here he should be rostered at this point you know he's been getting it done you know he's probably just not rostered in in like shallow leagues like Mm -hmm. eight to ten team leagues like he might not be rostered in, but if you're playing in a normal 12 team league he should be rostered and you know this past week was the first week since week three where he didn't have a solid game right you have deshaun watson coming back this week you know it's in the realm of possibilities that people's jones ceiling increases with Watson under center, and even in 10-team leagues, because of that potential ceiling increase, he's worth a pickup. So, you know, at the very least, he just continues what he's been doing, You know, and you have yourself a low-end wide receiver three every week, but, you know, he's worth picking up in case Deshaun Watson can, can elevate him a little bit more.
0: Yeah, I think that's very possible. We'll see how Deshaun Watson looks. It There's a chance, yeah. you know... You have to knock some rust off, but if you're gonna knock the rust off against anybody, you want it to be against the Texans, and that's who they have this week. So I think yeah. Diamond Peoples Jones he has a good chance to you know get right back on the horse and be a solid fantasy wide receiver for you moving forward. This was the first time that we saw that like 10 point floor broken, like you said, in a lot of weeks. So I'm not worried about Diamond Peoples Jones. He's been getting it done regardless of whether Amari Cooper has a good game or not. It was actually a quiet day, much quieter than I thought it was going to be for the Browns receivers, you know. But it, yeah. it was fine. It it was all right. One week we'll give him. We'll give him a little leeway here. Um, I guess the two weeks before, you know, he actually was a little bit higher than what he had been putting up. Um, He had 14, 17 points, where before the past, the five weeks before that, he was between, I think, 10 and 12 points exclusively. So he gives and he takes away. But I think he can get back to being a solid wide receiver. I'm not worried about him at all. He's been a mainstay on these waiver wire pickups, you know, for a long time now. So if he isn't, (laughs) there's no reason not to pick him up
1: i am i'm kind of hoping that he just like uh you know he doesn't get rostered in more than 50 percent league so we can just have him on the waiver wire show like for the rest of the season you, you like, at this point yeah. at this point, he's been on every week like let's just keep him on i, I want him to be a, a resident of this of this waiver wire show yeah
0: i'll um, like for the graphic i'll put a little house for him you know we'll get him a nice <laughs> little property there He <laughs> can just stay on the waiver wire graphic.
2: selling a little or a lot up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast.
1: Um, we talked about Jalen Warren earlier at the top of the podcast. Um, I have him at number four. You know, he might not be back this week, but we'll monitor his practice reports. We'll also hopefully get more details about Najee Harris's injury. So if this is a long-term injury for Najee, you want to pick up Jalen Warren first yeah. before any of these other Steelers running backs.
0: Yeah, that's what it's going to be. And we talked about Jalen Warren's been on the waiver wire post a lot, you know, recently too. And we talked about this if anything would happen to Najee, that he would be a good, what's it called, fancy running back. Just a yeah. plug and play for you, if that would happen. And um, it's too bad he's also still, you know, dealing with that injury. But when he comes back, if Najee misses time, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be a nice starter. No question.
1: Yeah, apparently his hamstring injury, Warren's hamstring injury, isn't that bad. So, yeah. hopefully, according to Mike Tomlin, so hopefully he'll be back soon. Maybe this week. Maybe.
0: They're they're always tough, to, you know. Gage, we saw that with Keenan Allen's hamstring injury. Yeah, and of course. With He's any hamstring, hamstring injury, once you get a hamstring injury, they tend to keep flaring up. You know, mm-hmm. throughout a career, it's weird. Um, we've seen that a lot with the, with a bunch of players, but hopefully. It's just a, you know, one and done thing, at least for this season. We don't want to see him get injured, obviously, in seasons after this, but hopefully he can come back from this and not, you know, aggravate it.
1: Matt Collins, I got him at number five. This might be a little bit high, but this is – it's only because, like, if you need a wide receiver, you know, he's been getting it done without Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro in the lineup. Uh, He went over 10 PPR fantasy points in four of his last six games since their bye week. So he's a flex play if you need one, right? Not a must pick up or anything like that. But you know, if you need a wide receiver to plug in, wide receiver three to plug in, you need a flex play to plug in. I think you can pick him up, start him. And, it, yeah. and honestly, it doesn't even matter what the matchup is. <laughs> Just no. like, he 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 puts up points at, in at random times. Derek Carr ends up doing things random times. Like Hollins had a good game against Denver. Okay, so like yeah, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't overthink it with Matt Hollins. <laughs> Just throw him in there if you need a if you need to start.
0: Yeah, Hollins had a. He had a good game against Denver, and two weeks before that, at Jacksonville, he had three points. So,
1: you know, right. there's no
0: guessing, there's no telling when he's going to, you know, have a good game and when he's not going to have a good game, but it looks like the floor is enough. Right? Maybe the ceiling as a, at a flex spot is enough, you know, 16 points um, this past week against Seattle. Um, even with Josh Jacobs having 48 himself, you know, 303 yards from scrimmage, he still got it done for you. Uh, he caught the pass touchdown, so that really buoyed his production. But that's the way it's been all season. He's been like an on-and-off contributor in the Raiders' offense. And when he does show up and, you know, he gets enough targets, you know, five or six targets, he, he gets the job done for you. So uh, there's no reason not to have him rostered, you know, just in case, especially if you're thin at receiver. Um, he, he can fill in. You know, we got a couple more bye weeks coming up. Um, I, I'm not saying he's going to match, like, you know, DeAndre Hopkins and Marquise Brown are out this week on bye. He's not going to match their production, but he can fill in nicely for you um, and at least give you a shot because the floor is enough that you're not going to lose because of Matt Collins. Hopefully not, but we've seen he,
1: he's on and off. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you don't need a wide receiver start this week and you're willing to like, you know, keep some guys stash. I'd rather stash Sky Moore who I have at number six. I'd rather stash Elijah, stash Elijah Moore who I have at number seven. Um, they're both upside ads to me. Um, I'd rather have, yeah. you know, Sky Moore. I have above Elijah Moore, but you have to be patient with these guys. Um, Juju will see more snaps this week after being limited last week. That's partly why Moore was able to get in the field more. Um, Also, obviously, you know, Kadarius Tony's injury as well because of that. But he has been targeted at a very, very high rate per route run this year. Just last week, he was targeted on 40% of his routes. Um, And he's going to be a good receiver. It's just a matter of when he gets a bigger role. He only had 15 routes this past week, even with Juju limited. So it's just a matter of when he gets a bigger role. Like I want him stashed in case Kadarius Tony doesn't pan out. Uh, and by the way, uh, Tony is considered day to day right now with that hamstring injury, according to Andy Reed And Elijah yeah. Moore also isn't a full time player just yet. And with but with Mike White back under center, we could see Moore start to get more playing time. Um, and he was third <laughs> in reps. The Moors, the Moors. I just realized yeah, this right now a bunch the of Moores getting more Moore's. playing time. <laughs> I just put the two and two together right now. This is yeah, uh, uh, whatever. Um, but he was third in routes behind Gary Wilson and Corey Davis. And the hope is that, you know, he starts to become more of a mainstay in their three wide receiver sets. Uh, we know he's talented. You know, with Mike White there, there's more upside in the passing game. I'm just betting on the talent here as a stash pickup. He's available in, in a ton of leagues.
0: Yeah. So the two more, like you said, they're definitely perspective ads. It looks like Mike White. You know, he's a non-discriminating quarterback. He's happy to throw it to anybody. Um, Whereas Zach Wilson, you know, he was targeting Garrett Wilson a little bit. Things really fell off after the game against the Patriots. But, you know, he wasn't throwing to Elijah Moore. And now Elijah Moore, you know, I'll take two catches and a touchdown for what we've seen from him. I know you said you have to be patient with these guys. You know, Elijah Moore, I can hear the people that drafted him saying, we've been patient, you know, it's week 13. (laughs) But there's no reason not to stash Elijah Moore with Mike White at quarterback because the offense looked good and it was in like a monsoon. You know, which I thought was pretty impressive. You know, for Mike White, at least coming in having such a good passing game, and with Elijah Moore being a contributor, there's no reason not to pick him up. And then um with Sky Moore, he's just an upside pickup. Like you said, he's going to be good when he gets that time. Like you said, but I, right now he, it's just a little shaky. So we'll see how it goes. I'm not sure if Kadarius Tony's going to pan out. You know, he said he's day to day. That's like getting the spinning wheel of death for cursor, you know, <laughs> on the computer, cuz you you don't know what you're going to get. Is he going to start? Is he not going to start? Um we've seen that kind of thing happen before. Justin Fields was day-to-day and he missed some time. So there's no, I I would say with him getting the day-to-day designation early in the week, I would say maybe Kadarius Tony misses again this week. We'll see how things pan out. I would assume could Tony practice. misses again
1: this week. Yeah. Like if I had to guess right now, I'd say he misses this week. I, yeah. I don't see him coming back this week. But I think Sky Moore, he has a talent you know, to turn into something, and you know, we were both high on him coming into the year, uh, coming into the him coming into the NFL. I think that he's going to be a, a good player, and with his opportunities, he, he's looked good this season. I'm yeah. surprised that he hasn't come on more. You know, they have like guys like Justin Watson playing every single snap. Yeah,
0: <laughs> You're I can't, I can't he stop
1: saying more. Yeah, get it? <laughs> get it? fun. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't come on more.
0: That <laughs> <But> is funny, <laughs> but yeah, no, no, I, I'm hoping we see Scott Moore get some more opportunity. And it could happen, you know, with Kairos Tony missing time. He looked good. Maybe Andy Reid really draws up some more, you know, packages for him. But um, it's not like the receiving room in Kansas City is crowded with talent. I mean, they have Marquez valdez Scantling and Juju Smith-Schuster ahead of him. And both of them are good. But, you know, Sky Moore could definitely compete for some touches uh, moving forward.
1: At number eight, I got Kyron Williams. Uh, we talked about him on uh, yesterday's podcast, right? His snap percentage went all the way up to 70%. You know, on a team without too many weapons, the hope is that he gets used in the pass game more. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he he is their passing down back. Uh, he also led the team in carries as well this past Sunday. Um, so usually I had running backs like this, like 70% of snaps, like if they're available in the waiver wire, ranked higher. But, the, you know, this offense is just a shit show right now. Like yeah. I, I'm taking a few upside shots, you know, before I pick up Kyron Williams, like Sky Moore and Elijah Moore. Uh, but for example, like if I don't need a wide receiver, like I'm not picking up Mac Hollins before Kyron Williams. You know yeah. what I'm
0: saying? Even though that's where he is on the list. But
1: yeah, no, I was gonna say, like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I have my Williams at Mac, I'm sorry, there's, I have Mac Hollins at five. Yeah. But it's like if I need a wide receiver. Yeah, but if I don't there's nuance to it, mm-hmm. then just go with Kyron Williams, I would say.
0: Yeah, every team's going to have needs. So if you need a running back, obviously the running backs going to be at the top of your waiver wire list. If you need wide receiver, you're going to have the wide receivers at the top of your list. We talked about Kyron Williams. He's a player that doesn't suck on an offense that sucks. That's Damian Pierce type stuff, and we saw that kind of production. He actually looked better than Damian Pierce has these last few weeks. Um, if Kyron Williams, like you said, is could be getting 70% of snaps and a little bit of work in the passing game, That's enough to be rostered at this point, you know, because running backs are few and far between on the waiver wire. Um, Only injuries make them really relevant. It's been a revolving door running back for the Rams the whole season. Um, It looks like Kyron Williams is going to be, you know, the most stable part of this backfield moving forward. He might have a grip, you know, on the starting job, at least the majority of the touches the rest of the way, because they don't have anyone else they want to turn to. Cam Akers has just been a flop. Daryl Henderson's out of the picture. Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, they're missing so many guys. Somebody has to take the ball and move it downfield. It's going to be Kyron Williams, if anybody.
1: I got no—I got Mike White here at number nine. You know, it's possible he shines in this scheme. You know, we've seen a couple big ceiling games from him in the past. Um, you know, we also saw, saw some not-so-great days for him, and he got benched eventually. So, you know, he has weapons. You know, if you think – you know, if, if you've been streaming quarterbacks and you need one this week, I'd pick him up, start him this week against Minnesota – great matchup um, but also there's a chance like I said earlier that you know he's good <laughs> moving forward yeah. uh, so in the fantasy playoffs um, you know he has Detroit and Jacksonville at home and he has then he has Seattle week 17 in Seattle so that's not bad right there you know what I'm that's saying these good. are these are these are matchups where you know he can have some big days so that's why if, if his receivers are healthy I think he could do some things and you know he could be a potential you he could take you to the to fantasy championship you know as your quarterback you know if you have a, a solid team you know i wouldn't be surprised you know if you put some decent numbers
0: yeah i mean i saw a post somewhere i think it was nfl fantasy just the nfl fantasy account they said the league winners are out there somewhere and we got to see who they're going to be there could be mike white at this point you know it's you funny know. how he's come on and that matchup that those matchups that you just rattled off you know they sound really good i yeah. mean that's assuming mike white holds on to the job we know Jack Wilson is there. I was surprised he didn't even dress for the game. <laughs> you know, I thought maybe they'd have him on the sideline. I didn't know it was a complete yeah. Deactivation. No, uh, so
1: yeah, it's a deactivation and Flacco's the backup. Yeah, so, so that's that's how it is at this yeah. point.
0: I, I don't think unless Mike White has a disastrous game. I know. I mean, I know we saw him throw four picks last year in a game, yeah. um, but. Unless he has a disastrous game, Mike White should be starting, you know, the rest of the season maybe, assuming they don't go back to Zach Wilson. I don't think they have a reason to because Zach Wilson, his his offensive production couldn't even, it's not even close to matching what Mike White did, you know, (laughs) uh, just two days ago.
1: I think if Mike White ends up shitting the bed, I think Flacco's going to come in. Yeah, that's your best bet. Now I think it's,
0: with Zach Wilson, you know, deactivated, it's going to be a hot hand Yeah. Mike White, and, there's no reason for it to not be hot hand because sometimes, you know, just switching them in a lineup will give them a little bit of energy. We saw Mike White come in, he had a big game and he kind of cooled off. And then this year, you know, he came in, he had a big game, and we'll see if he cools off. I'm not sure that's gonna happen though, because they have a lot more playmakers now than they did um last year at this time. And the offensive true. line has been pretty good for the Jets too. So they that's can true. keep him clean, he can do his thing. Twenty four hundred sports is an odyssey company.